I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Democrats return to Congress with fury, ready to push back against MAGA Republican nonsense, lies, and gaslighting. And I know a lot of people say Democrats need to become better messengers. I hear that over again, but this new class of Democrats, I think, are pitch perfect messengers. Let's go through what occurred at the various congressional committee hearings. This is Democratic Congress member Dan Goldman, who talked about how President Zelensky was able to stand up to Donald Trump's threats and extortion, unlike the Republican Party, which has caved and is now pursuing an impeachment inquiry of President Biden. Play the clip. And so why are we going to spend the next few months on a bogus and sham impeachment inquiry? Because Donald Trump wants them to. And Donald Trump has been calling them and urging them to do it because he was impeached twice. One of those impeachments of Donald Trump was because he tried to extort the president of Ukraine to investigate Hunter Biden. The president of Ukraine refused. Unfortunately, House Republicans don't have the spine that President Zelensky has, and they are now doing Donald Trump's bidding. Next up, Democratic Congress member Jared Moskowitz. Here, Jared Moskowitz says, do the MAGA Republicans think that we just forgot that Jared Kushner received $2 billion from the Saudis? Yeah, and unlike Hunter, Jared Kushner had a official position in the government that was, wait a minute, uh, running America's Middle East policy when in fact Jared Kushner couldn't get a security clearance? Play this clip of Jared Moskowitz. When we sit here, we hear our colleagues bring up certain things like, oh, the, the Biden family took money from a foreign entity, right? And it's just like, well, really? I mean, do, do, they, do they really not know that Jared Kushner took $2 billion from the Saudis? I mean, by the way, they go on Twitter and blame the Saudis for 9-11. But then Jared Kushner, who, by the way, was not a wealth expert before he worked in the White House, nor was he a Middle East expert before he worked there, gets $2 billion from the Saudis and they don't, they don't have any questions. And, and I just think that the American people recognize that they have no credibility. It's why the stuff they've been selling in this committee for nine months has not translated, which is why they got to start it all over again. Uh, it, it just, you, you don't have any credibility when you only want to look at, at one side of the coin, right? Next up, Democratic Congress member Robert Garcia, who also points out that what really should be looked at is Jared Kushner getting $2 billion from the Saudis. Play this clip. Madam Speaker, I rise today to urge House Republicans to investigate one of the modern American scandals and political cons. Now, why did the Saudi government give Jared Kushner $2 billion just months after he left the Trump White House. Kushner, who oversaw Middle East policy for his father-in-law, has enriched himself and his family in what is clearly an enormous grift and likely serious conflict of interest crimes. So let's review. First, Jared Kushner conned his way to a cushy White House job with no clear job description and no experience. Then he took it upon himself 
to prioritize pushing out the U.S. Secretary of State so we could cozy up to the Saudi government. Now, once he was close enough to the Saudis, we have records of a $110 billion arms deal between the U.S. and Saudi Arabia that was inflated at the direction of Jared Kushner. Then mere months after Kushner exits the White House, what happens? The Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia overrules his own investment advisors and sends $2 billion to Kushner's company's bank account. Now, in the exact words of Republican Chris Christie, who I'll quote, the grift from this family is breathtaking. It's breathtaking. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Kushner walk out of the White House and months later get $2 billion from the Saudis. Now, some colleagues from across the aisle have explicitly said the Kushner family has engaged in business dealings that may have crossed the ethical line, and I agree, yet they refuse to act. Is this the same party that's obsessed with President Biden's family? And the American people deserve answers, and I urge my colleagues across the aisle to answer all our calls and subpoena Jared Kushner's company once and for all. Thank you, and I yield back. Next up, AOC, Democratic Congresswoman, and AOC's like, look, so the mega Republicans wanted to hold a hearing on the courts, but not address the actual corruption in the courts. Let's take this one example. How about right-wing extremist Supreme Court Justice uh, Alito? Uh, let's talk about what Alito did and how he got taken on a fishing trip and then ruled in favor of a large corporation that then made that corporation and CEO $2.4 billion. Play the clip. I believe he did not. He did not recuse himself from this case. And in fact, he used his seat on the Supreme Court after all of this to rule in Singer's favor. And following the decision, Mr. Singer's hedge fund was ultimately paid $2.4 billion because of this ruling. Not a bad return on investment for a uh, fishing trip there. Now, Professor Clark, would a federal the judge in a lower court expired. be required to recuse himself? The gentleman's time has expired. May I answer the question, sir? I think uh, the discretion of the chair, yes, you can answer Thank the question. Thank you, sir. Um, yes, there's a federal statute, I believe it's 28 U.S.C. 455, that does require recusal by both justices and judges under certain circumstances. Thank you. Here's AOC on the courts again. Play the clip. This hearing. Now, when I first heard that the Republican side was going to be calling a hearing on third-party influence in our courts, I was so excited because I thought, finally, we are going to address the biggest scandal in American democracy currently having, that we are currently having right now, which is the extraordinary corruption and wholesale purchase of members of the Supreme Court. And um, I also find it amusing that we just heard from the Republican side, oh, why do we want to talk about this? Because women have lost the right to choose, because indigenous people have lost rights, because minorities have lost rights, because working people across the country have lost rights due to this level of corruption. And if we're gonna talk about third parties, let's talk about the Federalist Society, which has not only had deep ties to Justice Clarence Thomas and his wife, Ginny, but has also helped choose judicial nominees for the Republican Party and directed multi-million dollar media campaigns to confirm them, including a multi-million dollar media campaign for Justice Alito, who 
uh, seems to like using the Wall Street Journal as his personal press secretary. Did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, and lower productivity? Sleep is the foundation of our mental and physical health and performance in our days. Having a consistent nighttime routine is non-negotiable. I know in my own life, when I don't get enough sleep, not only am I irritable and grouchy, but my performance, be it in work or life in general, just greatly suffers. Introducing Beam Dream. You know we've been raving about Beam Dream's powder, their healthy hot cocoa for sleep. And today, our listeners get a special discount on Beam Stream Powder, their best-selling healthy hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Now available in delicious flavors like sea salt caramel, cinnamon cocoa, and chocolate peanut butter. Better sleep has never tasted better. Dream contains a powerful all-natural blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, melatonin, and nano-CBD to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. A recent clinical study revealed Dream helped 93% of users wake up feeling more refreshed, and 93% reported that Dream helped them get a more restful night's sleep. Just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk, stir or froth, and enjoy before bedtime. I've personally tried Beam Dream, and it lived up to the hype. First off, it was delicious and just a lovely nighttime routine. And secondly, and most importantly, it helped me fall asleep and stay asleep. The next day, I woke up ready and eager to take on the day. Find out why Forbes and New York Times are all talking about Beam and why it's trusted by the world's top athletes and business professionals. If you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, get up to 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com Midas and use code Midas at checkout. That's shopbeam.com Midas and use code Midas for up to 40% off. This was a great moment where uh, MAGA Republican Nancy Mace starts listing the groups she wants to thank. And then AOC's like, thank you for listing all of these special interests. Play the clip. And one last uh, note of business, I'd like to say thank you to the many groups and organizations that reached out in anticipation of this hearing today with letters outlining their stances on the issue. I'd like to enter into the record letters to the committee from the American Tort Reform Association, American Pro Property Casualty Insurance Association, the Advanced Medical Technology Association, the Institute for Legal Reform, the International Legal Finance Association, National Association of Manufacturers, uh, Jerry Theododro at the R Street Institute without objection, so ordered. All right, and then, um, who's, okay. I would now like to yield five minutes to Ms. Ocasio-Cortez. Thank you, and I, um, I, I, I thank for the listing of all the special interests involved in addition uh, in this um, in this hearing. Now, here is Democratic Congress member Ro Khanna think asking some really tough and important questions of the Johnson and Johnson lawyer who has, I think, completely inflated the price of an important leukemia drug, whereas Johnson and Johnson makes record profits. But apparently the witness who showed up um, wasn't able to answer the questions. Watch Democratic Congress member Ro Khanna play the clip. Trying to trick you. It, it treats leukemia uh, do you know uh, what the price that Johnson & Johnson has set for it? I do not have that on it's, my fingers. Uh, it's $484 per capsule per tablet, which works out to about $14,000 per month, which works out to about $160,000 per year for leukemia patients. Now, do you know, or I can tell you, how much money, gross revenue, the Johnson & Johnson has made from this drug over the last 10 years? Congressman, it's not something that I'm an expert at, not something sure. I'm here to uh, testify to 20, today. $22 billion. 
Do you know the gross profits of Johnson & Johnson in 2023? I couldn't tell you that. $65 billion. So just to recap, you've got a pill for leukemia patients. You sell it at 484 per capsule. That's $160,000 a year. You've made $22 billion over that over the last 10 years, and you're making $65 billion in profit. Now, we have passed as a Congress, and the President has signed a bill saying, you know what, let Medicare negotiate to try to bring that price down. And you, uh, and your department, because you're Assistant General Counsel, have filed a lawsuit saying that that negotiation would be an unjust taking. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you believe when the Veterans Administration negotiates for drug prices with you that that is a violation of the takings clause? Congressman, I appreciate the question. The bases for our litigation uh, against HHS with respect to the Inflation Reduction Act are fully disclosed in our complaint. I'm not an expert in this area. You're, you're here. You're the assistant general counsel for a company that is accusing the United States government of taking your property because we're negotiating. And you can't answer a simple question about, I'm, I'm just a yes or a no. Does the Veterans Affairs negotiation with Johnson & Johnson constitute a taking? Congressman, we believe that the IRA constrains. No, no I don't. Innovation. I don't. I'm not asking about the IRA. I'm asking you about. Do you believe the Veterans Affairs when they negotiate? Does that constitute a taking? Congressman, again, that is not a litigation that I have great familiarity. Okay, with. so I'll finally, here's one more clip. Democratic Congress Member Jared Moskowitz, and here, uh, Congress Member Moskowitz is saying, "I just want to." I wonder how these MAGA Republicans like even pick these witnesses. They like, let's find a sympathetic oil guy and bring him here and, and, and try to sell us a sob story. Watch this. You know, I, I, sometimes when I sit here, I often think to myself, who's in the room when these things get planned out? And like how, let's decide who we're gonna call. Uh, like, I don't know, let me find some sympathetic people to bring to this hearing today. Let me find a giant bankrupt corporation. Let me find an oil guy to talk about the Gulf of Mexico 12 times and how our national parks are getting better because of the Gulf of Mexico. Not really during the BP oil spill, but we won't go into that. Um, I, I mean, we talk about judicial activism. I mean, I, I just, I often think to myself, like, what, was it not judicial activism when we had a judge meet with U.S. senators and say privately that Roe v. Wade was precedent on precedent and then go in front of the Senate under oath and say the same thing? And then in their very first time, right, take back a law that had been there for 50 years? That's, that's not judi judicial activism. And, and by the way, it would be an anomaly, except it didn't happen once, it happened twice. Two judges appointed by Donald Trump that went and met with senators and said Roe v. Wade was precedent on precedent, and then went in front of the Senate under oath and said the same thing, and then get on the court. And in their very first couple of years, what do they do? They get rid of a law that had been there for 50 years. And so listen, I'm more than happy to listen to the cries of judicial activism. But we can no longer sit here and just pick when we like it and when we don't because it fits the politics of our time or the narrative that we're interested in. We, we sit here and we hear about... Folks, that is pitch perfect messaging right there by Democrats 
I miss these hearings. We covered it a lot. Then there was August recess. But Democrats need to keep calling these MAGA Republicans out. And they need to demonstrate to the American people what thoughtful, intelligent, sarcastic discourse works. And they got to point out how these MAGA Republican committees are just seeking to confuse and distort and harm American interests and how Congress should be working towards solutions, not stupidity and dangerous fascism that we see the MAGA Republicans focused on time and time again. Tell me what you think in the comments about this new class of Democratic Congress members. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe, we're on our way to 2 million subscribers. And check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. It's a way to support the growth of this network. Thank you so much, have a great day. Hey Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.